Welcome to the podcast of MotorWeek, television's original automotive magazine. MotorWeek is made possible by TireRack.com. Here's your MotorWeek podcast host, John Davis. Hello and welcome to MotorWeek Podcast 151. I am not John Davis, rather Brian Robinson, uh, writer here in MotorWeek. Uh, our... Uh, Host John is off on a well-deserved uh, vacation right now, so uh, you're stuck with uh, uh, the three of us getting through this. Uh, it'll be me stumbling, and uh, stumbling. road test producer Greg Carlos. Uh, that's me, and I'll try and help you out whenever I can. Thanks. And uh, Mr. New Guy, mm-hmm. uh, New Guy, writer Garrick Zykin. Right. Welcome. Thank <laughs> you, and I'm just going to try to coast along and maybe fill in in between when... Greg stops talking. Hang in there, guys. Take, take a break. We're gonna, we plan to be on here for about an hour, so uh, <laughs> by about minute thirty, we should be yeah. nice and nice and rolling. So uh, this is a special podcast, strictly uh, dedicated to the L.A. Auto Show, uh, which is going on this week. L.A. Automobility is how they advertise right. it now, is like the press days and, right, and things exactly. like that. And the automobilities bring the technology and the auto world together, because as we know, in many of these vehicles. It's you're getting you know both. Thank you for the clarification. You're welcome. Yeah, so uh, you were since, wrong. Yes, yeah, since you guys uh, just although both got I, back from there, right? Although I did see advertisements for LA Auto Show, so I think you could still call it that. All right. So before we get into actual vehicles, uh, what was the overall mood of the show? I know we were on a kind of a four or five year run where sales have been up. Uh, it's looking like sales are actually going to be down this year. So uh, what was the uh, kind of mood of the show? Um, the mood, you know, it wasn't, the excitement wasn't there for me. And I talked to a lot of other journalists, um, who kind of had the same feeling. There wasn't any, there were a few bigger launches, but nothing really, really major. So nothing to really get excited about. And obviously if you talk to the folks at the manufacturers, they're always excited, but they kind of have to be. Sure. So, uh, yeah, to me, I don't know how you felt. I just wasn't. It wasn't a bad show, but it wasn't great. Right. How did you feel, Gary? Share your feelings. Well, it, it was my first um, auto show in an official capacity. I've been to them as a consumer. So mm-hmm. I thought, you know, it was very interesting. And the, the some of the press um, events I went to, you know, were packed. The one for Alpha was packed. Um, they were probably giving away free stuff, yeah, that, was, right? that was the first one of the day, too. It so was people the, had been, right, been lined up. Right, right, exactly. And... Um, the one at Jaguar Land Rover, that was also packed, too. So um, I thought there was, you know, there was a lot going on. You know, plus we only had one full day to try to right. get a lot done. So Yeah, we, um, you know, we've talked about this before, but the way they do auto shows now, and specifically L.A., is they do a lot of the reveals the night before, right. two nights sure. before. So I was off at Chevy the night the the night before, and then Lamborghini, and you were at Jag. And right. They'd already we had already by the time we got into the show, for most things we had already seen pictures sure. at least, or actually witnessed the reveal firsthand. Right. Exactly. So that takes away some of the excitement too, probably. Right. And right. even I guess like the Alpha, we've seen that for like a year now. I mean, I mm-hmm. went to the mm-hmm. reveal of that like a year ago. Anyway, yeah. so let's get into the actual cars. Uh, okay. What uh, as far as production cars? What. Uh, um, well, if, I'll start off with my very first reveal, which was on uh, Wednesday night, which was the Chevrolet Colorado ZR2. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, off-road package, essentially. Uh, you still get a choice of a diesel engine, which is that Duramax, or you get uh, the gasoline. 
Uh, you do get a new transmission now. It's up to an eight-speed auto. Um, off-road package, so you get beefier tires. I think 31-inch uh, off-road tires are standard. The big news on that one is their um, suspension, specifically their shocks. And uh, to get it right, it's their dynamic mm-hmm. suspension spool valve shocks, which are different than most other shocks and are actually the same they use in the Z28. Uh, but now this is the first time they've been using a production off-road vehicle, and they're more precise. They can be a lot softer when you're off-roading. They can read what's happening. And then when you're on the road, they're actually very tight and uh, allows for a much more comfortable and smooth ride. So that's the big news on that one. But so you definitely want to take it off-road. Absolutely. absolutely. This is an, It's a two-inch lift. I mean, sure. skid plates, everything. It's, this is an off-road truck. So it's kind of like a Raptor fighter, but in a smaller, smaller, yeah, right, smaller package. Which is interesting because they don't have a true Raptor fighter in Silverado, right? Right. So they went yeah. a little bit different direction and just made it smaller, which, you know, we'll see. It's probably better for off-road, yeah. right? You want uh, less mass out there. For All sure. Right. Uh, what else? Uh, Garrick, that same night you were. I, I like the um, uh, the I pace from Jag, um, and like you said, there was a reveal before everybody else uh, mm-hmm. saw the reveal. Um, it's interesting. It's their first electric vehicle, and so you know they went big. It's, it's an SUV, uh, seats five people, two engines, one on each um, axle. Each of the engines is two hundred horsepower combined, four hundred horsepower. Um, they made a point of showing us how they constructed it, which was, which was very interesting. The batteries are under the floor, so that gives you a lot of um, room uh, for, for legroom and capacity inside and the, the cab. Exactly. always helps. Right. Um, the design is, is unmistakable uh, Jaguar, so you have that sleek look with the versatility of, of an SUV. It was interesting because their reveal it was a virtual reality. Mm-hmm. reveal so they did it all on the goggles and they took the goggles off and, and there it was so it was wow. in speaking with some of the other uh, journalists who were there um a lot of people were impressed with the presentation on on, on how, how they did that so was it a concept or this is a production view uh it's a concept uh-huh. um but you can have it in your driveway in 2018 uh, I need a really long extension cord. <laughs> the, the name to me is just odd. Like, I know they have the F-Pace, and they want to mm-hmm. keep the, the pace going, right. pun intended. Wow. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, the I-Pace just does not roll off the tongue very well. I don't know. Did they say that's going to be the name of it for sure, or is this just for purposes of keeping I, it within the family? And, well, I, they're referring it to it as, as the I-Pace. So. Yeah, so it probably will be. I would think I-Pace. so. I mean, the F-Pace, you know, I-Pace keeping it uh, – Keeping yeah. it real. Right. All right. Keep well, it with the pace, whatever. like you said. Yeah, and then uh, later that night, I hopped over to Lamborghini, and they had a, um, I want to say a smaller reveal. It's not small when you deal with Lamborghini. Everything's very glitzy and gram- glamorous. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had the spider version of the uh, Lamborghini Huracan. Um, uh, this is the rear-wheel drive version. So they came yeah. out with the coupe. Right. Now this is just the rear-wheel drive Huracan spider. So that was, you know, pretty cool. Um was there anything different, just the fact that you can no, take just them? Yeah, yeah, just right. drop the top and two-wheel drive now. They're all to the rear wheels, which, uh, you know, the ones we've driven have all been four-wheel drive so far. Yeah, supposedly they handle a little better because they're a little lighter in the front mm-hmm. and uh, steering a little better, but haven't driven one yet, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah, and then other big, I'd say the other big launches, uh, the CX-5, which is a sure. huge uh, seller for, for Mazda. Follows the uh, CX-9, similar styling. If you look at them, it's like having it's like a father-son type relationship mm-hmm. there. Um, 
got three engines there. A few years ago, Mazda said they were coming over with a diesel engine, and here we are. Six, three, right, right, yeah, yeah. Here we are, three, four years later, and it's still not here. But now they're saying officially that it'll be here the right. second half sure, of this sure, year, right. and it'll be one of the engine options in the sure. CX-5. And apparently, there was a lot of interest there because I went back around later in the day, and there was still a crowd oh, yeah. around that. Everybody was doing interviews around it. It was tough to get what we needed to get You're right. done. But, You're exactly uh, right. Yeah, that's probably one of the bigger ones. Um, uh, but go back to the I-Pace and probably uh, its its brother, the F-Pace, mm-hmm. you went to the Alpha uh, reveal of the right. Stelvio. Right. What would you think? Well, it's, you know, it's, it's very impressive. You know, they're, they're getting into the, the – the, um, the demand for SUVs, so that was you know interesting to see that. Of course, Alpha is returning to North America, so this is their their third vehicle. They had the uh, 4C and, and the Julia. Um, so this kind of seems like you know the, the the actual next step with the demand for SUVs, and this is actually a, a midsize SUV, premium midsize SUV. Um, that was another one of those um, situations where even later in the day, it was hard to get up close. Uh, to, to get some good shots yeah. and to get a good look at it, and it's um, based on the Julia, right? Same platform, right? Same right. platform, and it's it, this is actually the there's a second vehicle on this new platform, so that's that's certainly interesting. Um, certainly, you know, it looks like an Alpha, so you know, there's no mistaking it's got that styling. But again, it's it's kind of like like the the Jaguar and I Pace. You have the styling, but you have the more versatility and and, and more room. Mm-hmm. And you could still get a quadrifolio, which it's right. 500 horsepower under four seconds to 60. Right. I mean, that's right, exactly. That's pretty awesome. Does but it? Did the, you hear it? Did they start it up at all at the press conference, or uh, did you hear anything? I didn't get to hear the the actual car because mm-hmm. of all the other you know sound effects and things that that go go along with this. But um, sure, you know everybody wants to have the quadrifolio and all that horsepower. The standard is going to be 280 horsepower. Um, Turbo four cylinder, same as the Julia. Right, I'm assuming, yeah. right, right, exactly. All right, what else? Um, keep them coming, guys. Keep let's keep going through the notes here on this first page. I've got oh Jeep Compass. That was another fairly big one. I sure. Think. Yeah, I thought that was going to go away. You know, now they have. The That's what Renegade everybody kind of just assumed, Compass, right? Yeah, yeah. But now they come back and they've answered the questions that we had years ago. They're like, well, let's make it more of a rugged Jeep. Now mm-hmm. you can get a Trailhawk version. You can also get six speed manual in it, which is. Pretty darn and cool. it's bigger than the Renegade or smaller than the Renegade? How does I, this fit in there? You know, I don't between, actually know the specs. Yeah. I think it's – looking at it, it looks like it's bigger, I guess. Yeah, I would think it would fall in between the Renegade and Compass. Right. They're still not, calling it a compact SUV. Cherokee. Mm-hmm. Cherokee. Right. So, yeah, they, they did answer some questions there. And, uh, you know, it definitely looks more the part of a Jeep now. Right. So yeah. I think uh, they've got some excitement behind that sure. one. What's interesting about that is that it's truly going to be a, a global vehicle. You know, they have uh, 17 different powertrain options for markets around the globe. It's going to be built in, in four different countries. So, um, you know, that the, the desire to have, you know, a more rugged vehicles, crossovers, SUVs, whatever it is, um, it's not just a phenomenon here in the United States. It's, it's, it's really global. So, and, and they're certainly you know, trying to tap into that. Right. How about you? You got a list of uh, your top things that you had a top 10. I have there. a top oh, 10, really? yes, which is cool. going, going on our, our website. So it was a Jaguar I-Pace uh, first, Alpha, Romero, uh, Stelvio. I have second. Are we going these 10 to 1 or 1 to 10? I'm, go- I'm doing 1 to 10. Oh, I, that's okay. generally how right. I, you know, I, I like starting at the top and working, okay. my, working my way down. Although this is not, hasn't been vetted, so I don't, the order can be. Wow. 
based on so your carry opinion. On. This is personal. Carry on. Sure. Carry well, on. Mazda CX-5, we, we mm-hmm. talked about that. Um, Volkswagen Atlas was there. Um, Chevrolet Colorado, Greg spoke about that. Jeep Compass. Um, Subaru. Subaru. Uh, Visit. I haven't yeah, there's seven passenger right, concept. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a, um, They're large... claiming that's going to be their biggest Subaru ever. ever. I mean, it's a concept now, but right. eventually it will be their biggest Subaru. Like a Tribeca replacement. Mm-hmm. But bigger. Right. Yeah. Yeah. right. So, you know, again, on the um, SUV, large vehicle concept. Um, but versatility comes in many sizes, as we know. And so mm-hmm. Ford has the uh, EcoSport uh, for North America. So that you know that that that'll be interesting, and and you know with, there's other competition in that that segment. Yeah, already. they uh, right. Yeah, so they have the CX3 and the tracks, everything. Mm-hmm. HRV, yeah. yeah, right. So they want to bring. You know, they had already had it overseas, so mm-hmm. it was an easy decision for them to just say, "Well, let's get it over here now and start selling it." Sure. And it's honestly not a you know, it fits in that category. It's small. It's mm-hmm. cheap. It's efficient. It doesn't strike any you know. Didn't strike me as a very exciting car, but I'm sure <laughs> it's got people, sport in the name, Greg. Yeah, but I did notice that they said that this one will actually have Apple CarPlay and Android Auto, right. which for a while Ford was not. They weren't hopping on that train, sure. but mm-hmm. now it seems right. like they might be doing that. So yeah, you know, it's, it's. I feel like that's a placeholder for them until they mm-hmm. can really develop something for this specific okay. market. Okay. If they even go that direction, but right. um, yeah, I noticed that too. You know, it's it's. It's not so much a size, but they have a lot of technology right. in, in there. It's for young people. Sure it's it for people around my age who want a new car. Yeah, Brian right. Robinson hates them. Yeah. Kids, um, but or we are young people. Or you, we we will we will what? not be ignored. We are around, and we're going to buy cars, and we need them to have very specific things. Right? Did I did I read somewhere that it's it's built on the Fiesta platform, or am I totally I, off yeah. on that? That would make sense. I believe it. Yeah, it's it's it has the same powertrain. Still yeah. has a one liter okay. three cylinder engine. Okay. Uh, you can get a two liter. Uh, okay. For a four-wheel drive, so I think it's good. It's it's another option if you're looking for some, something that that size. Yeah, and then uh, let's see. We'll go back to more luxury. We had a uh, Mercedes-Benz came out with their uh, S650, uh, their Maybach Cabriolet, right. beautiful, which is just yeah. I mean, huge, luxurious, mm-hmm. right? Um, but more exciting for me was their E63 AMG mm-hmm. that has their new. Their newest version of the uh, four-liter turbo engine, and now uses a twin-scroll turbocharger. Kicks out 563, but if you go up to the S, you're getting over 600 horsepower. That's 3.3 seconds to 60. That was a Cooper sedan. That's a sedan. Sedan. And it is a very powerful car. Mm -hmm. And uh, I really look forward to driving that one. You can get uh, the first edition, which uh, comes out with a special trim package or a special trim of like matte paint and black trim. You get carbon ceramic standard on that first edition. Um, but they also have a new Formatic all-wheel drive system. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the problems that people had with AMGs and that Formatic was that you couldn't get those cool, smoky burnouts that uh, a right. lot of degenerates <laughs> like myself like. And uh, But now, uh, if you go into uh, uh, a race setting, it'll actually completely decouple the front axle. So you can go full rear-wheel drive. Okay. Um, up until a point where if you really get out of sorts, it will recouple and kind of save your, your backside. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's a, that's a step in the right direction. Now it's constantly varying torque split. It, it used to be a set torque from rear to front, I believe, mm-hmm. obviously uh, biasing towards the rear. Now it's constantly changing that. So it's uh, really it should perform better on the mm-hmm. track. Right. And the Mercedes display is huge there. It seems like they brought every single vehicle that, oh, that, yeah, that they, they always, ever made. They always have everything there. Yeah. And then things that, you know, 
you want to say that are new but really aren't. They've had them for a while, right. but they're all right. out there right. to uh, get your hands on and sure. jump inside. Right. And the Maybach is definitely something you want to see, but it's in the back of the display, mm-hmm. in, back in the corner. Right. So, well, it's like the milk through the grocery stores. So you have to walk through <laughs> everything else to pick right. up on your way back okay. to what you need. All right. right. Well, I'm sure that's, that's what right. they were thinking when they said it. It's, yeah. Anyway, it's, it's worth looking for, and it's worth getting back there looking for it. Yeah, and then some more practical stuff. Uh, we've been seeing the CHR in one form or another from Toyota. Toyota or Scion. Now that Scion's gone, uh, the CHR is now in a U.S. spec. Uh, we've seen that for the first time here now. Uh, brings over some of that Scion styling. Uh, it's funky, quirky, smaller. It's going to compete with the HRV and mm-hmm. smaller subcompacts like that. Um, let's see, uh, Chevy Spark Active. Right. You know, things like that. What else we have? Honda Civic SI. Yeah, the, prototype. The, the prototype. Yeah, yeah. but essentially yeah. for Honda means it's basically yeah. that's what it's going to be. Okay. And um, they're saying this is their fastest SI. Fastest so SI, far. but it falls right between their Sport and their Type R. The Type R, the top sure. end, and the right. Sport at the lower end. Yeah, so that's something to look forward to. This is always kind of a, um, a green show, too. So a right, lot of sure. focus on fuel efficiency. The Green Car of the Year award went to the Chevrolet Bolt, uh, which I don't think was a no major surprise, surprise yeah. there. Uh, but they had plug-ins available. So the um, Cadillac CT6 is going to be available in a plug-in. Uh, you've got the uh, revised e-Golf. Yeah, with more range. Up I on range. A couple, I think a couple of manufacturers, I would get press releases uh, saying they had boosted their range or whatever mm. while they're out there. So I don't yeah, know. but uh, oddly enough, the Smart Electric is, I, I think it's, I forget what the original range was, but it's only at like 80 now, so it wasn't yeah. really a huge I think it was only 60-some before. Yeah, well. yeah, so they did boost it a little bit, but it's still falling behind everything else at this point. But, you could say but, that about smart in general. Mm-hmm. But that, that's, you know, it's a city car, so, you know, your distance-wise, you may not be traveling as far. Right. Well, I certainly see them outside of the city, so I feel like we should make a rule and make them stay within. There should be like an electric shock collar like they have for dogs. If you get outside of certain limits, then you should get a little shock. I haven't driven the electric one, but it was it was fun when I did a few weeks ago, um, the, the Cabrio. And uh, it, like I said, it was fun. I was I was impressed. And Sounds like we're getting to the bottom of the barrel here. Yeah, I mean, uh, anything else on your list there? I, you know, I do. Uh, Land right. Rover Discovery. Um, we ha- they had an interesting um, event there. It's uh, showing off their tow assist technology, where if you have a trailer and you're trying to back it up, um, you're basically steering it from the screen and the control and the console, and your foot on the gas. The the car is steering it, it itself, mm-hmm. um, and it was it was really very interesting. I could do it twice. First time was okay. Second time, I, I got it, got a feel for it. What made it even more interesting was that the um, the discoveries they brought over were uh, British spec, so the steering wheel was on the right hand side. Mm-hmm. So that made it a, a little bit more interesting. But it was just it it was I thought it was it was good technology. You're basically just lining up the trailer. With, with where you want to go, and you've already plugged in the dimensions of, of the trailer for that. So, um, and again, it's assist. You are still doing it. It's not doing it for you. But yeah, um, I think Ford's got something like that in the F one fifty. Right, they were talking yeah, about yeah, that too. Yeah. But it was nice to. I mean, I think car shows are great, but if you can't actually get behind the wheel, you know that that takes a little bit of the fun out of it. So that was nice to be able to to do that. Yeah, I'm going over the list here. Um, 
you'll have to excuse me because this is yeah. the second year in a row I've pretty much gotten right off the plane and came in yeah. to talk about it. Uh, Panamera uh, made its right. debut here. Right. You get a long wheelbase or there's a new um, standard V6 mm-hmm. engine. And a lot of interest in that one too. Mm-hmm. That, that yeah. one, if That's you didn't get it early. One. They always have a pretty cool display. They have a lot of their race cars and stuff right. available to look at. But it's always hot in there. My God, it is. is it hot in there? Because <laughs> they have at least the cards on the temperature. In too. previous years, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the the lights coming down. But that's either neither here nor there. Right. Um, but that one, if you do go to the LA Auto Show, you have to look for it because it's they're tucked separate. Away in the they're back, they're yeah. tucked away. They like to keep themselves uh, separated yeah. from yeah. the commoners. They right. are poor. Right. Exactly. Uh, all right, Greg. Oh, you got one? Oh, I got a couple I was trying more to wrap this up. Uh, but, all right. Cadillac oh, got somewhere to be. Yeah, I, actually, you, I do. You, didn't you do the uh, Cadillac? The Escala. Yeah, the concept. I mean, that was just out there for everybody to look at. And I okay. can't remember if that was debuted at another show. I but think, well, isn't that at uh, Pebble Beach? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, okay. Because it was pretty much wide out in the open. Honestly, I don't know much about it. I just saw okay. it on my way to another car. Right. I think Garrick just wanted to say that, Escala. Yeah. Escala. I did. Yeah. I did. Well, because I didn't get a chance to get a really good look at it um, either. But, yeah, Escala. Yeah. Um, but yeah, before we wrap up, you know, Genesis G80 Sport is a new uh, trim level mm. for the G80. That whole G80 lineup was refreshed, but now the Sport gets the twin turbo from the G90. Mm-hmm. Um, Audi A5 S5 Sportback is coming to the States, which is always cool. Mm-hmm. Nissan had some interesting stuff. They did uh, the Sentra Nismo, so right. they have their turbo, which mm-hmm. is now a Nismo. Uh, you can get a, still the six speed manual uh, turbo motor. Just different styling, things like that. Right. And then the um, their Rogue, they have a right. Star Wars special edition, and that was probably one of the <laughs> grander um, uh, intros that I'd it seen was. there with stormtroopers coming right. out and everything. And fire. So, right, yeah, you can get uh, – so you get two colors, black or white. Right. Um, only 4,000 are coming to the United States. Mm-hmm. And if you get one, you get a – special death trooper replica helmet which is the only way you can get a lucas sure. wow. um right i guess confirmed uh, replica helmet which is right. cool right um yeah so that was we could probably go through a little bit more but mm-hmm. i think that was the gist of the show sure. and that that was an impressive display i mean i was a, maybe two rows back i could still feel the heat from from the flames so mm-hmm. um very cool. It was. And again, it had a lot of interest. Even you know, hours later, there were still people you know, around. Plus, I had a TIE fighter. Not sure how uh, to scale it was, but I'd, uh, that was my first picture. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you very much, gentlemen, for all that uh, well, wonderful Brian, information. My, my pleasure. Come back the, anytime. From the L.A. Autobility. What was it? Automobility. Automobility LA, show. Yeah. All right. Appreciate that. Uh, quick thanks to... Uh, Bob Mixer, our uh, podcast uh, creator, and Jim Bigwood, of course, our audio engineer. Uh, Be sure to check us out on all the uh, usual uh, social media outlets. Our crack uh, social media staff is constantly updating you with lots of good stuff on there. He's not in here, by the way. We're certainly not looking at him behind the camera. (laughs) And that's it for Podcast 151, and that's it. Time to take a nap. You have been listening to the podcast of Motor Week television's original automotive magazine. MotorWeek is made possible by TireRack.com. For additional information on podcasts, videos, and showtimes, visit our website at MotorWeek.org. And watch MotorWeek, television's longest-running automotive magazine series, each week on your local PBS station.